Welcome back, everybody, to the Dom and Colin podcast. It is episode number 10 of the Challenge World Championships. As far as we know, only two episodes left to go, probably just one more episode left to go before the final. So uh, within two weeks, we could know uh, who are going to be the winners of this World Championship season. Of course, I am one of your hosts, Matt Ligori, alongside my co-host, Brian Scally. Scally, what's up? Oh, hello, hello. I am back, ready to talk about the Challenge World Championship. Uh, Early start on this episode. Like in real life for us? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, a peek behind the curtains, the earliest we've ever recorded a recap. Um, It is Wednesday at 10... Uh, 48 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the episode's been out for uh, probably 10 hours. <laughs> um, but, you know, sometimes you just find the time and, and you go for it. So we've watched this episode one time, um, have not heard any extra content, any podcast. The, the official challenge podcast is not even up yet. Um, yeah, for really fresh takes here. There we go. Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. I feel like if anyone's recording it as soon as it comes out at four in the morning, like good on you, but I'm not doing that. Um, so about as good as we're going to get here. When do we enter our like getting screeners days? Like, is that ever Ooh, a thing that's never us? happened? You, you think MTV or like the challenge production would, uh, <laughs> know we exist and then like us <laughs> is funny. <laughs> I don't think that that's a requirement. I feel like plenty of people get screeners that they don't like, but what do I know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that they're like, here's a screener so that you can talk shit about our production constantly. Look, I mean, that's the ever, uh, you know, ever evolving or not evolving, uh, just the, the part of all this that like, yeah, a lot of shit gets talked. But like, who's still watching along with us? Uh, a handful mm. of people that maybe wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be watching if not, uh, you know having a reason to uh, get, you know, this extra podcast in or whether it's ours or any other shit talking podcasts. No, it's true. Definitely. I mean, that's the thing is when people are like, <laughs> have gotten the one, <laughs> one or two of like, why do you still watch? It's like, it's still one of my favorite shows. There's just a lot of problems with it. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I'm going to call it out. And we're all doing just it like together. I will tell my, I will tell my friends when they have problems. Uh, just like the challenge. Oh my goodness. Now I'm afraid <laughs> I'm going to find out I have problems soon. <laughs> well, you should feel good about not having any to this point. All right. Um, or oh. or you just haven't been <laughs> kind enough to not tell me about them yet. But um, <laughs> episode 10 in the books, we are down one more team and uh, kind of uh, a little, not, not to say boring of a result, but like, you know, the least exciting result uh, given all the big teams that are left. Like this is the one team that was still kind of just on the, on the outs and was an easy pickoff. Um, and if I think, you know, the that alliance from last week or the, the main alliance still left in the game, the Tory Jordan, Casey, that group, if they had gotten their way. Um, this wouldn't have been the team that went home, but here we are. Yeah. It's the one team that isn't as ingrained with the others. Uh, there's really not anyone uh, in the cast who's going to say, absolutely. We need to be protecting Durell and Kiki. I would say outside of Troy. So uh, definitely the easiest piece to take off of the board from a social standing point and like maybe a physical standpoint, but uh, still probably the saddest one for me personally. Yeah. Um, definitely sad to lose Kiki. Um, and you know, as much as I'm gonna, be, oh my god, <laughs> I wasn't even. What are you talking about? Because I was, I didn't say anything about Terrell. 
Well, just the like, sad to lose Kiki. I, I was dot, getting dot, into the next dot. sentence, <laughs> which was going to be along the lines of very sad to lose Kiki. And, you know, Darrell's always like a, a consistent presence to have around. Doesn't hurt to have him here. Um, it was not like the most praise that I was about to, that I just gave Kiki, but I was still going to give him his due. But now it's been stepped on. So now <laughs> I'm Darrell... sad about both. One of the only uh, legends, I guess, that I would be sad about at this point. <laughs> I mean, are we ever truly like sad when one of these like legend players like goes anyway like they'll be back next season and then the season after season after yeah only there's very few at this point because you know the they have unfortunately in many cases uh punch their ticket for the next 10 if they want them yeah and me uh, so i I just kind of let me uh, take this thought even further i'm gonna run up the list of you know the legend players that have gone so far um so, of course, Nelson, um, Naya, uh, Wes, John A., Bananas, Amber, Jody, Kellyanne, and Darrell. Um, not uh, maybe to an extent like Kellyanne because she was having a good season. Amber, we like. Uh, John A., I like. We like. Um, so, like, a little bit of a reaction when they go, but none of them I'm sitting here being like, no, like they've all <laughs> been on these seasons. So I, I just don't feel anything when they go. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I feel like uh, there's so few people, especially of the legends that I'm left wanting more of. And I think that that is something that they really should be looking at. But uh, <laughs> especially for the these particular legends, I feel like they've been back so much recently, and we probably are going to have them on three to four seasons a year moving forward. So, um, you know, in hindsight, maybe some of them that we might not be getting for a little bit, like uh, Amber's probably not coming back immediately. Uh, you know, sadly, I think Nelson's update is that he is doing... Uh, like surgeries have gone well, but obviously not going to be back for at least quite some time, if ever. Mm-hmm. So um, like Vols in hindsight, but otherwise, yeah, pretty much they can go in any order and I'll be OK because I know I'm going to see them. Right. And some of like so I feel like the the more or the more common reaction is not like, oh, no, like John A went out in episode six. Like, this is so sad. We don't get more of her. It's like more excited when you get something like, oh, Wes is out early because I didn't need to see you know, the 30th season of Wes or bananas is out halfway <laughs> through the season. You know, I don't get to, I don't have to deal with him for the back half of the season. So, um, when somebody that you don't care about in that way goes or early again, it's like a more of a reaction, but besides the point, um, yeah. So it's you know. definitely more about the, uh, MVPs and like, we may never see some of these people again. Right. Um, so, I mean, let's certainly hope that's not the case for, uh, Kiki here. Uh, she talks about like, as they go out, um, She's like, I made it through like three anxiety attacks, two asthma attacks. I'm like, oh, she went through it. Um, and I don't know how, you know, how much she enjoyed the experience. I she was on the the challenge podcast last week, which was interesting to not have her on this week after she's eliminated to hear like her overall thoughts of like, you know, how the experience was and if she's hoping to come back. Or maybe she did say that I'm forgetting, but I do hope that we, of course, get her back. Yeah, I wish the challenge podcast was almost treated as like an exit interview <laughs> at this point. Um, it would make much more sense to me. <laughs> I feel like we could uh, like maybe like yeah, the fact that Darrell and Kiki were on last week that I think that it meant they maybe had a higher chance of going home this week. Maybe. Um, <laughs> so uh, I would have I would like if they were moving to an exit interview standpoint, unless there's someone that like isn't available. And then I, like they even they brought in like Josh last week. Like you can get a sub. 
Yeah. Now that you say that about Darrell and Kiki, um, I think they also did a very similar thing with like Jay and Michelle. I think they were on like a week or two before they went out. But yeah, know. it's not a pattern that I've been looking to highlight, <laughs> but it's definitely one that I've noticed. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah. So Darrell and Kiki are the team that are going to go out here. Um. They had a they had a good run. They had a good season together. Kiki is. Uh, what now for like like three or four and one in eliminations like she mm-hmm. wins way more than she loses um this elimination here i'm gonna jump right to the end uh this elimination that um was something relative not new like in <laughs> just like the the swinging uh into the wall felt like something either we have never seen before or haven't seen anything like that in a while um so that part was interesting and just at the end of the day it was the, the math that uh that tripped up Darrell and uh ended up sending the two of them packing so you know nothing that was like oh horrible job yeah i mean the challenge uh they guess i we've seen it on big brother canada i believe but elsewhere you know it was like all right this feels new ish to the challenge so it was fine not a particularly exciting elimination especially i feel like the hardest part was the math at the beginning so putting that at the first stage when likely like the with the what the next two stages were like no one's ever going to catch up so um maybe should have put that at the end but um you know in not ideal formatting but it was fine watching troy and casey try to get through the second wall um and then like emily making like a joke that made it into the edit was very surprising but got a laugh out of tj got a laugh out of me uh being like who tested this like (laughs) what is happening here and granted uh you see as eventually they do break through that it's like a pretty thick wall um it wasn't really meant to be broken with just one swift kick um but it does look a little funny especially the way that they were like editing it like like thud 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 (laughs) like Mm -hmm. what what is it gonna take should they have had on like spiky shoes or something I was surprised because at first I was like, is this like plywood? (laughs) Like, why is this so hard? Yeah. Um, And then once it was revealed to be sheetrock, I was like, all right, I'm surprised that this took uh, so long. I guess that Troy and Casey are not the largest challengers on the season. I think that probably, let's say, a CT would have breathed onto the wall and it fall over. Um, But, yeah, it was funny, at least for comedy. I mean, Danny's right there. He could have, you know, his big toe would have hit the wall and it would have come crashing down. So I don't, Danny doesn't read as like enormous to me, but definitely bigger than Casey and Troy. The man was in the NFL. I'm pretty sure he's a pretty big guy. He is probably a pretty big guy. I don't know why he doesn't read that way. I would say he reads that way. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. Interesting. Well, I'm going to keep a lookout for uh, Danny size watch. Maybe it's your height that just, you know, makes everybody else feel like they Excuse could either be things. smaller heights or, or something. Hmm, interesting. You're a pretty tall guy. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I feel like so many of people on TV, unless I see them standing next to each other, I'm like, they're all the same size. Um, like, you yes. know, I say, unless there is noticeable differences, Definitely. which is the same as well. Yeah, Danny, Troy, exact same size. For uh, that, and that's my thing is I'm always like you're either my height below my height or above my height like I don't know anything else. Well, I mean Tristan did not give off six four energy, but apparently Kellyanne says he is six four is wild. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. I would put uh, Fessy and Tristan back to back. You know, like when they put um, 
you know, well, actually, I don't know. It's not even, they don't do this on like the, uh, the challenge Wikipedia pages, but on Survivor, they put like the contestants' ages. Um, mm-hmm. They should put their heights. <laughs> I feel like that's pertinent information. At List least. the stats. Give me the stats. Let's go. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, this is a, a, a reality competition about, you know, athletics. Um, and I feel like height and weight is definitely important factors in an athletic based game. So I would love to know that information if it was mm-hmm. readily available. Yeah, if someone wants to opt out, you can put a not available. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know someone wants to, but I don't want to also then like fudge the numbers. This isn't Tinder. <laughs> I do not want to hear <laughs> that like uh, you know bananas is six foot. He's not. I don't believe that. So like, let's get the numbers correct. And what if you find out he is? He is not. There is no chance bananas is six foot. All right, probably not. <laughs> um. So uh, now that we were at the end of the episode, should we swing back around to the beginning? Sure. Sure. All right. Um, the beginning of the episode is, of course, Kiki and Darrell getting back to the house, all excited to be back. But Kiki's sad that their uh, allies are gone. So that's, you know, pretty unfortunate for them. Um, we're going to check back in with the Sarah and Danny deal that was made last week. And they're talking to Yes and Emily about it, saying, you guys really got to win this week because otherwise we're going to be in some deep shit. So, you know, do us a favor and, and pull one out. Um, and, you know, Sarah and Danny making it very clear to us that they have no intentions or had no intentions of following through on what they had signed the contract on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting because Sarah does even say, like, either you have to win or me and Theo have to win. And I was like, oh, really? What are you and Theo going to be doing? <laughs> like, it, I was very curious almost to see um, the position where, like, Sarah and Theo win and Emily and Yes get nominated. Like, what, are you, what like, magic are you pulling over there? Because it feels like Theo has been, uh, rather boringly, just, uh, like, following some of the other MTV vets. So, would be surprised if he was willing to go ahead and make the big move of keeping Emily and Yes safe. Yeah. Um, d- d- wouldn't expect that. Yeah. Definitely. So... Um, and you know, this is going to prove to be uh, a pretty, a pretty easy ask from Sarah and Danny, uh, over to Emily and yes, because the challenge is going to end up being what, but, or what else, but a swimming challenge, uh, mm-hmm. called points break. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, a fine challenge. I feel like pretty standard. Like it was a swimming challenge. That was it. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, there was a second stage to it. But it's not as if it was like get dropped in the water, jump from here, something like that. So um, pretty standard swimming challenge. Must have been pretty cheap to set up. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the uh, the challenge itself. Yeah, whatever. Blah, fine. Um, but the part of it that was worthwhile to me was uh, how salty the Jordans and Casey's were being like, well, too bad I'm not an Olympic swimmer. Like, do you, <laughs> do you people want this to have this game to have athletes or not? I mean. They, they probably don't because they don't want to compete against people that could potentially be better than them, which Emily is by far better than all of them at swimming. But, um, you know, they always talk about uh, how people get onto the show that have no athletic experience. It's like, well, you have to pick a lane. Mm-hmm. I mean, Fessel's out here on Twitter, like, bring in Olympic athletes, bring in, like, professional athletes. I want to compete against them. It's like, sir, <laughs> like, you did not make the final last season. Um, <laughs> but I is with Jordan. 
I will say, though it was due to their partners, I think, and not due to a Jordan versus Emily swimming, uh, if Jordan and Kaz don't mess up that one piece, I think we might be looking at different winners today. Probably. Um, and yeah. that was the whole, you know, storyline around the challenge that, um, this, I mean, and the storyline around the entire episode is, you know, cranky Jordan, cranky Tori, what the hell are they doing with decision making? We'll get to all of that. But um, as far as this goes, it's just cranky Jordan, all pissed off that this is a swimming challenge that Emily's probably going to do well at. Uh, and then Kaz, you know, very much enjoying him getting humbled, even though it's her own partner uh, as he brings back the wrong color um, and she says this is a great lesson for him uh, you know within this challenge of um, we're all human even you everybody makes mistakes even you and uh, exactly like you said if they had not made that mistake very good chance they would have completed it faster gotten the puzzle uh, maybe faster and gotten the question uh, but like, what is the lesson that Jordan is learning? Because in the elimination against bananas, it was like, Jordan is so attentive to detail. He never makes a mistake. It's like, mm, okay. Um, like mistakes happen to everyone. And then like Jordan's all of a sudden going to become humble. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> sure. Of course not, but <laughs> Kaz has hope. Kaz is, is new to the world of Jordan wisely. Mm, yeah. Well, I think she got quite the education in Jordan this week, unfortunately for her. Yeah, uh, she 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 went through the uh, the full ringer of what it's like to play or work with uh, Jordan. So yeah, um, sorry to her for for all that. But <laughs> sorry to anyone who has to play or work with Jordan. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's it's funny because you see like a season like last season where he had Anissa as a partner, knew that this wasn't going to be a season for him to win um, with a partner that doesn't even like to run um and he you know i think had that mindset going all the way through like okay probably not going to win this um but still like oh i'm going to motivate her i'm going to push her i'm going to you know we're going to get this done and then still got frustrated with her every single turn uh because you know they would be in the final and she's not running as fast or her ankle hurts or whatever the case is uh so it's like you know he can temper his expectations at different times um but like in this season he's like got his mindset on um kaz and i are a super strong team nobody can beat us and also um tori and i are working so well together with this alliance we have the wheels turning everything is going great so nobody can stop us um so this is a season that's the opposite of last one where he's thinking everything should go his way um and when anything doesn't he's throwing the hulk fits that he's throwing when they lose the challenge he's you know coming up with these ideas that oh kaz you and i are going in oh you don't want to nope sorry we're going in nope sorry nope nope we're doing it oh my god that's the thing is the difference in partnerships i wonder with anisa versus kaz is it because he did just like see himself not winning the season. So, because I would say throughout the season, Anissa and Jordan did not have nearly as many like conflicts, temper tantrums. Um, like, I feel like it was viewed as a more equal partnership. It is because of like Anissa standing on the challenge, whereas Kaz, like, you are like, you are nothing in this game, <laughs> like, in Jordan's opinion. Um, is it. Uh, like that he thinks that Kaz is capable of more is like, I don't know what it is. So that I am curious uh, why we get such different reactions here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all of that. I mean, it's, he thinks Kaz is a strong partner for him. So he thinks that if he leads the way with all of his uh, experience and all of his knowledge and his allies in the game, that she should just follow along with everything he says and everything he does, and he will bring them to the final and he will help them, you know, get a victory. Uh, not, counting at all which is what Kaz keeps having confessionals being upset about being like 
he doesn't give a shit what I have to say at all. Like, this is not equal partnership. It should be, but he he's not allowing it to be. He's making everything that he says be the ruling of our team, and she's not happy with that. Um, to an extent, of course, like, Jordan is a veteran in this game and has the allies and is a, a strong player. And uh, sure, a lot of what he says is probably going to be helpful in getting your team to the end. But the way that Kaz is telling us she feels is that nothing she says is being slightly considered. Um, and that's just on Jordan being a bad partner to her. Mm-hmm. My God, the conversations between Jordan and Kaz. Uh, I <laughs> go back and forth on whether I have the world's largest or world's tiniest ego. Um, <laughs> but, you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the realistic. The realistic is it's somewhere in the middle. But like when Jordan is like uh, saying, when Kaz is like. We work together and Jordan says, do we like I would have sat down and not competed for a single second in the rest of the challenge. You are going home. Um, (laughs) But the thing is that Jordan, uh, the problem is Jordan even basically threatens that with saying like, oh, you don't want to go in. Well, this is not motivating me to win the elimination because for Jordan, this is one season out of four that he'll be competing on this year and one season of many that he will be competing on for the future because uh, men don't have consequences on MTV Um, and (laughs) for Kaz. She might never be on the show again. And that's super frustrating as I feel like with both Jordan and Tori, I think you see that in like it just like, you know, all over the board where the, to this to them, this is one shot out of many for a much smaller prize than they're usually competing for. And they are throwing it around like it's nothing where the MVPs are. I might never do this again mm-hmm. and taking it very seriously. Yep, it's a pretty pathetic argument uh, or, or, you know, tactic of conversation uh, here from Jordan to just be like, yeah, all right, well, if you're going to keep acting like this, if you're going to keep, you know, telling me that my idea is not going to work and and you're going to disagree with whatever I say, then I'm just going to, you know, not care about the elimination. I guess we're going home. And that's the thing is that, like, the way that Jordan was speaking to Kaz, I'm like, do it like doing sit down there like you know uh not to invoke these names but like beast mode cowboy to frankie like sit down refuse to compete uh but when jordan does it it's like well the, you are like the you're the overdog you're not the underdog like has in the situation so when you do it it's not cute i don't like it ridiculous like and, and then just imagine like they go down there um and tj's watching them just like sit and not do the challenge like imagine like the things that tj will say i don't care that it's jordan i mean he would if this was johnny bananas tj's best friend um he would be giving him <laughs> shit for just standing there doing nothing in an elimination like you're not going to do that grow up yeah move on no that's true um but yeah they they definitely uh again had a uh, a very Good chance of uh, doing well in the daily. They were the second best team besides Emily and yes, everybody else besides Jordan and Kaz then just kind of fell in after until uh, Kiki and Darrell end up being last yet again. Kiki was struggling pretty bad with the uh, um, just, you know, her asthma and everything during the challenge uh, and everybody else was just doing okay enough. But of course, not uh, Emily levels of doing well. Emily and yes, got two guesses wrong and then eventually get the third guess correct of the um, now almost like a staple survivor early season challenge of uh, how many shapes are in the shape. So uh, that's that in case they ever get on U.S. Survivor. They have that in their back pocket ready to go. The I do you think there were any shenanigans with like let's say Sarah and Theo just showing up to the puzzle and immediately getting the number of 16 
You think that maybe there was some people holding up some numbers with their fingers. You think that people were like, you know, throwing clues their way. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm curious because it's interesting that the least aligned people, though they got there much earlier, struggled. I would so say much. that's incredibly uh, likely. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not like saying. I feel like Danny, like, continue being messy on Twitter. Like on Twitter, please tell us. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know who's likely to reveal that information. Unfortunately, I don't think any of them can. Like, it's it's not like you know they cheated or anything. Like helping each other win a challenge is very standard. Yeah. Um, well, I would hate it. I if that is, um, like currently allowed. Like, let's shut that down. Yeah. I mean, if Kiki and Darrell were not even back yet. Uh, you know, with their last piece and everybody else is just like, you know, like Kiki and Darrell are in the water. So I, I don't remember, I, you know, only watched this once. Um, and then everybody else is back at their stations, like 16, I really write 16 down and Kiki and Darrell are in. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely happened before. I can remember, I believe in the war, war of the worlds final, um, that people were, um, you know, giving each other the numbers to make sure that other people like got out. So, um, I think that it's definitely in play most times, but honestly, if it happens, I want to see it. Like, show me who is doing this. Like, let me judge accurately. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get to this because it's kind of quick and uh, it kind of ties back into the elimination. But so our challenge winners, Emily and yes, are going to end up targeting here, Troy and Casey. Um, and Casey, uh, Emily gets this confessional right after the challenge being like, so I want Troy to go in because he threw the first shot. I want to throw the last shot. Um, thoughts on that being the team that they target rather than say Jordan and Kaz or anyone else. Incredibly stupid in my opinion. Um, for me, first of all, I think that Jordan and Kaz are a much, uh, I mean, and look, I could be underestimating, um, I guess Troy here, uh, specifically because I do have probably higher hopes in Troy in a final than in Casey. And maybe he can just carry her along. Um, but, uh, I think that I have much more faith in Jordan and Kaz in a final and Jordan and Kaz though like okay they made the agreement to not win next week's challenge I'm sure that Casey and Troy would have taken that deal and more like they are by far the least connected I would say of the remaining teams Eh, by far is maybe a stretch but I would say that they're like you know it seemed like they were pretty obviously going to go in if not for um like if I think if they didn't know that Emily and yes, we're almost definitely going to say Casey and Troy, like, does the stalemate happen for everyone? I'm not sure. Um, So I think that like, they're the most clearly on the outs. Jordan is never going to like give you a better deal. He's also a bigger threat in the final. So why not throw them in? Yeah. I mean, I guess I can get it from a small perspective of just like, both of these teams are big threats like Jordan and Kaz, Casey and Troy, Casey's uh, Casey Jordan, both champions, Kaz and Troy, both champions of their, you know, in, uh, of their own international seasons. Um, and at the end of the day, she doesn't have a good relationship with Casey and her and Troy, she feels like is completely burned bridge after Troy had, you know, voted her in or said whatever uh, happened there that I'm not remembering in full detail. Um, so I don't know if this is just like, you know, you're down at the end and, you know, you want to make sure you get to the final and what if this team comes into power next week, who are they going to target? Then yeah, I guess that's you. Um, Jordan and Kaz are probably going to do the same. They make this deal with them. So uh, they're trying to, to make this make sense. Um, but it's really hard for me to justify um, not taking an opportunity to put Jordan and Kaz in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just I think it's so tough because I think that especially if you were to say to Troy and Casey, like, 
we will not throw you in this week. You do not throw us in next week. I think that's a much better deal. I think that they would take that. No question. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I think that that's pretty tough. But um, like maybe Casey is a holdout and like we didn't see that conversation. But I just feel like there are better deals on the table. It is a just like slightly less of a threat in the final. Um and like the team Australia thing is there. Like I know it's broken, but like it seems like there are bonds that can be played on. And uh, just instead, we went for a weird vengeance that I don't feel like was even uh, all that justified. I feel like Emily really feels like uh, like Kiki and Troy like screwed me over in the last season. It's like I don't really think it was them like specifically. I think that they were kind of at the bottom of a a different alliance that really were the ones screwing you over. Emily in general just seems very unlikable. <laughs> like, um, yes. <laughs> considering how much we like Troy and Kiki, I would imagine that there's more people in the world that like uh, that watch the show and like Troy or Kiki than uh, you know are, are rooting for Emily. Um, I can imagine a world where if I you know even if I had whatever Australian connection I have with Emily, um, I'm like, you know, not dying to run back into her arms and work with her. So I, I, you know, if Troy and Kiki had made it clear that they were like, you know, the, the bridges burn there, you know, we're we're good. Um, you know, it is what it is. Um, after the challenge, we, we see Sarah, Danny, Emily, they're all hyped up because Emily and yes, one, they really needed that to happen. So Tori is going to, uh, have one of her number ones go into elimination, whether it's Jordan or Casey. Um, and we get the conversation with Jordan and Casey where, um, very funny, uh, Casey actually gets, uh, a funny confessional, um, I know it's rare um, about how uh, Jordan just sometimes just talks and talks and talks. And I'm like, no, that definitely tracks, especially for this Mm. season. Um, Again, he thinks that his plans are just like, he's got it all laid out. Him and Tori have plotted and schemed and gotten everything laid out. Um, And now when there's a roadblock, uh, he's just babbling on about whatever the hell. Oh, Tori, this Tori, the me, you, that. And Casey's like, what are you saying? When your plans involve throwing yourself into elimination, then I'm not going to think that you did a good job of planning out this season. <laughs> like, um, there are alternatives. I'm sorry. Like, I understand that you guys are close, but that is never going to be an approved move in my book. And what is or like, extremely rarely? What does Jordan expect? Like, uh, they've known Casey for a couple of years. They've become good friends. Great, but like. Does he really think that she would be taken aback by the two of them, formerly engaged couple, like saying Casey's name? Like, they really think that that would be the end of the world? I mean, if it was Casey and Nani, of course they're going to throw Jordan in or Tori in just because, like, they're the third of this group. Like, in what world would Casey not understand that? And do you think Casey would do the same for Jordan? (laughs) Like, even if it was, um, like, fairly obvious that Casey was going to be the one going in. I don't think Casey is ever laying down and volunteering. I don't think so either. You know, I feel like Casey is just such a self-interested player, like to her credit. I think that it's one of the best things about Casey is that she is extremely strategic, extremely self-interested and always plays to put herself in the best position. And so (laughs) like there are reasons that Casey frustrates me, but watching Jordan and Tori like beg to go in so that they can save their friendship with Casey. It was like, okay, like I'm appreciating Casey right now. (laughs) Yeah, no, I can, I can definitely agree with that. She, uh, I can, I can see her considering it. I can see her in a confessional being like, man, do I want to do this? Like, would I really put myself in just to save them? I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I, I gotta, I gotta 
to let them go in. Um, meanwhile, Jordan is fighting with his partner. Tori is going to Danny being like, look, I have the greatest idea. And Danny being like, no. And she's but like, but like, but like, I just need to convince myself that I deserve to be here. And how am I going to win the Challenge World Championship without uh, winning an elimination? And, and, and Danny's like, okay, you want to win the Challenge World Championship? Let's go win the Challenge World Championship. Let's win the final. Uh, and she's like, but, but like, but, but I, I also like, how am I going to do without, you know, saving? And, and I've been so awful to them. I haven't uh, done anything to contribute i haven't won day and danny's like shut up and let's go win the final so oh my god i have so much to talk about with this um <laughs> first of all i think casey only throws herself in for nani no matter any other friend i think that, that that's a zero percent chance and nani generally will not let her throw herself in for her um but in terms of tori let's first tackle if tori did not win last season is there a chance that she throws herself in here or do you think that uh still goes the same Definitely a different story if she did not win last season. If she's still fighting for her first win, um, she's not playing fast and loose because she's still, again, fighting for that first ever win. She wanted to be a champion so bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that it's a guaranteed she never does because I think Tori is just like a really bad strategic player. I think that having Devin there last season really is what carried her strategic game. I mean, where she's like, I don't want to make the final just on politics. It's like, why? Like, that's what all of you are doing this entire season. Like, that's literally then go into every elimination if you're so embarrassed of politics like why are you doing that like why do we form these relationships why are we doing this the entire season um like the fact that you're just throwing in every other person based on politics but for you it's not good enough like i I, it's so wild to me i actually was just like embarrassed and like thought it was like very pathetic on both Tori and jordan's part i mean what's the like what's the not consequence but like no matter what they do here, what decision they make, however they go about this, like, I think Danny's the one that makes the point, like, Tori, you're in the safest position right now. Like, you don't have to do a thing. You have a close best friend on one side, an ex-fiance on the other. They will certainly say each other's names before they ever come to you and say yours. Uh, like, just chill. Chill. Yeah. Like, because uh, her whole thing, you know, again, that she she doesn't want to make a decision. She doesn't want to have to choose. Um, so she'd rather just put herself in and, and you know, make it easier on on herself and, and not have to deal with the consequences of whatever decision she makes. Um, and, and when that ends up sending you home, like, then what? Then you feel like the bigger idiot. And Devin would have never allowed this to happen. Uh, Danny will never have allowed this to happen. So. I fully agree with you that, you know, having Devin by her side last season was a huge help. And if this if this works out for the two of them, uh, Danny and Tori again this season, I'm going to point back to this exact moment and say, well, you guys almost went home because Tori wanted to go into elimination. 50-50 chance he could have gone home there. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I don't even know. When Danny, Sarah, and Emily were talking about how, like... We, the MVPs, were playing such a t- strategic game, and we're so great, and the legends, they're just playing emotional, and I was like, I don't agree with this. Like, they're playing strategic, it's just that they're playing knowing that they're going to be playing these for the rest of their lives four times a year, um, and it's just like a different strategic game. But then as soon as Tori and Jordan were like, please let me throw myself on the sword for Casey, I was like, you know what, never mind, we are playing emotional, and I'm like, I'm out, I'm not defending them. I, I tried for half a second to think, like, give them the benefit of the doubt, and nope, can't do that anymore yeah how generous of you um (laughs) when they get to the deliberation it's going to end up being just a joke um they're talking about possible ways that they could vote you know uh jordan and kaz i think we're like oh we'll vote for sarah and theo and then vice versa but like we're at a point where again none of them want to say each other's names and they come up with this plan uh please tell me what you think of it that it's just much easier for us to all just sit here with our hands uh you know folded and uh let yes and emily decide 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even Tori like coming in and being like, "So, Danny, can we do it?" He's like, "No, we literally just talked about this." <laughs> like, um, at one point when Jordan started talking, I thought he was about to be like, "Actually, like, I understand that, um, like, Danny doesn't want to vote for you, but like, we are." Like, I thought that Tori was about to get voted in because finally Jordan had agreed to like give Tori what she wanted, which was going in. Like, you know, her weird thing about proving herself is as if like, what have you been doing in the last seven challenges that you've competed on? But sure. Um, so <laughs> I did think we were about to actually get a decision, but um, stalemates are fun, but not like this. Yeah, um, this was very. Uh, lackluster just it was it wasn't it wasn't worthwhile at all um you know when you get down there and tj's like i told you guys not to stalemate again it's like well they can't even decide what they want to you know wake up in the morning and and what their name is going to be like you know (laughs) they just uh, tj back off on this one and, and just let them be stupid there's no you're not winning no, you know what? I actually think that he should have dragged them much harder of like, I heard you all were trying to throw yourself into elimination. You dummies. <laughs> like, I'm so dumb. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, drag them so much harder just for other things. Not mm-hmm. tying the boat. TJ's playing the social game, too. He's going to see them for the next four seasons every, you know, uh, <laughs> four times a year. He doesn't want to uh, uh, have them on, on the, I don't know. Uh, He's don't not... <laughs> Like he's not you know, in the game. fraternizing. <laughs> the the most he does is he'll like when uh, Leroy was like working at a club in Vegas, he would show up and hang out there. Yeah. But I do not think that he is like oh, me. Me and Casey got to hang out postseason. And can't drag them. <laughs> like, I don't think Maybe he's trying not to make it awkward. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't think that the thing is. I don't think that TJ has any idea how they came to a stalemate. It has no idea that they've been trying to throw themselves in. That's definitely also. Yep. Definitely fair. <laughs> yep. So the power goes to the winners. Emily and Yes are going to make the decision. They put in Casey and Troy, who go on to win the elimination against Darrell and Kiki, sending them home. Um, we'll see how this all continues to play out with uh, TJ saying, you know, the final is not, well, he doesn't say this, but the final is not next uh, week. Uh, they're all going back for uh, one more challenge at the very least to uh, send one more team probably home before the final. Um, and with the next time on, it does look like the tension is continuing to, you know, remain with this group um tori and jordan probably just remaining to be insufferable and we'll see whatever happens next mm-hmm. that's the only good thing i guess is that like now every single team is closely aligned obviously there are people on either end of the alliance that are probably going to be in more danger but i feel like we're probably going to get a decent argument uh, do you think we're in for round two of tori and jordan trying to throw themselves in next week um I guess one week before the final, like really guys. So, I mean, we're at the point where the only team that is left that is outside of this, you know, pairs Alliance. Wait, no, there's five teams left. No, no, that is, no, that is true because it's, it's Jordan and Tori, um, who want to keep each other safe. Tori's partner, Danny, and then Danny is Sarah. So, you know, it's Mm -hmm. three teams there that are at the core of this, um, with still Casey being connected through Tori and Jordan. Um, but I think that if it ends up being, uh, a world where it can be Emily and yes, versus Casey and Troy, I feel like Jordan and Tori are content with that. I don't know. I feel like they are, uh, 
just like too proud to like their egos are too big um they like never let themselves like admit that their side of the alliance lost and so they're gonna like fight to the death for no reason over something that does not matter um to them personally like uh, these teams are basically equal i'm not really considering whether i want to run the final against emily uh and yes or casey and troy like like, either like fine (laughs) i don't care (laughs) And I would say that those two teams that that are just previously mentioned, Emily, yes, Casey and Troy are the two teams that are probably most likely to fall uh, before getting to the final of just like, these are really strong teams left. And I would say that I see, I have a hard time seeing um, Sarah and Theo lose an elimination, Jordan and Kaz, uh, Tori and Danny, if they are competing against either of those other two teams. Um, but hard to say. Do you think that Jordan and Kaz do throw next week? If they're in the position mm-hmm. to win the next challenge and guarantee their spot to the final, like TJ says, do you think that they go ahead and wait for someone else to finish before they finish? No. It's tough. I feel like Jordan really has like such a code of honor, and um, I could see it, honestly. I feel like the man is like nothing if not uh, insufferable, and I feel like... Um, you know, outside of throwing in Fessel last season, everything else makes me think that he would do it. I'm going to say no. Um, but I get, uh, I don't know. I mean, if, if it's like, you know, they're about to finish, but they see that uh, Tori and Danny are right there, then like, okay, wait a second, let them you know, slow down, let them finish their puzzle first. But um, if the, if they see a clear path to running to the end and, and getting their spot in the final secured, I don't know why he would stop. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I cannot put myself and do not want to put myself in the mind of Jordan Wisely. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's possible, but we'll see. Yep. Um. All right. Well, that's all I have. That is all I have as well. No fun stats or anything like that. It's very early. I don't think anyone's uh, people are probably watching the episode, but the Reddit posts and the, the again the podcasts are not up and ready to go. So. If anything interesting comes up, we'll bring it up next week. But for now, um, that's all that I have, and I have no <laughs> other plugs. The only thing I did notice, um, did you catch when Darrell dove into the water and he dove like off frame and it pulled Kiki by the tether into the water? Yes, that also happened with um, Emily. And yes, at one point, Emily swims into the water. <laughs> yes, is like dragging behind her. And uh, TJ yells out, yes, help her. Like, move your arms. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was like, that was like fine like definitely she was dragging but kiki got like Yanked. comically pulled yeah. off frame it was so you're like <laughs> it happened very quick but yeah it was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> so that was the only thing that i feel like i uh didn't get to highlight here yeah i mean it, there's still time it's still early enough in the day that if you want to go you know clip that and put some funny like sound clip on it sound bite <laughs> of like you know a, a yank sound effect i think you'll uh have a hit tweet in your hands but don't let me yeah. tell you how to tweet I'll see about that. All right. Well, (laughs) if you can even get, can you do like Paramount plus recordings or we'll talk? Okay. Um, (laughs) Some people have their ways, I'm sure. Um, All right. Again, that's all I have. No plugs. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at Matt Liguori. I did see actually that we got a review um, from last week when we had asked if anyone wants to drop us some reviews, which the review was titled Only Five Star Reviews uh, from Bonjour (laughs) Mes Amis. Uh, Just a very nice comment about how they uh, watch along with us every week and watching the international seasons, too, because it's uh, something to follow along with with us. So thank you so much for the kind words and anybody else who uh, wants to leave us 
some kind words in the reviews. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah, that uh, they said because of us, they're watching the international seasons when they're fairly new to the challenge. So that's exciting. I think that um, the internationals have been like a good way to actually get people in because there's not like a ton of history that you have to um, be aware of. And they are like fairly simple in format. So I think that if anyone is uh, fairly new to the challenge and wants to like dive in and doesn't want to go all the way back, then I think the internationals are some pretty good binges. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, you were on the recap for Big Brother Canada last night, which is, of course, outdated uh, by the time <laughs> anyone wants to uh, listen to it. But, of course, go back and check it out. Otherwise, where are you at online? Um, I am on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. Uh, I did do the Big Brother recap last night over on RHAP and uh, am scheduled to be doing the pen ultimate on wednesday so uh big brother canada coming to a close a little bit of a whimper um <laughs> rather than you know a roar but uh finishing out what has been uh, honestly a comedic end game for me personally that's one way to put it <laughs> um yeah we, we don't have to get too deep into the bb can um it's been stupid but <laughs> Yeah. Um, again, thank you guys for checking out this week's episode, a very, very early episode. We'll see uh, how quickly this one gets into the feed. Um, shout out to, of course, Colin Stone, if he's even slightly coming near listening to these podcasts. Probably not. He's not watching the season as far as we know. Um, we could say anything we want. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how fast this one goes up. Um, and we'll be back next week. Uh, two more episodes to go before we close things out here. So uh see you guys next week take care